it starts off, it's in uh, 1969 with uh, Mickey Wright and Dalton Joyner, two soldiers in Vietnam. Hey, Joyner, ain't it about time for a Slim Jim? The character I play is Dalton Wayne Joyner. He's a private in the U.S. Army. He is overseas in Vietnam and gets a Dear John letter. Oh, shit. Yeah, her letters and packages slowed down. But she had midterms and then finals. Michigan's a big jump from high school in Hammond, Indiana, you know. Which brings him back home to the United States where he goes AWOL to try and get his girl back. Hey, hey. What the hell are you doing? You can't just get on a plane back to the States in the middle of the damn war because you miss your girlfriend. One week from today, 0800, I'll be here. You mind if I take the window seat? What are you doing here? Military fly free. No, right, I'm serious. You got to get off the plane. Hey, couldn't abandon my buddy. And uh, Mickey Wright follows him back there for the ride. How's it going, sweetheart? Fuck yourself, baby killer. Excuse me? We got to thinking, what would happen? These guys are on R&R &R, um, during the week of the, of the moonshot. And uh, Mike, you know, decided to come back, going AWOL. Uh, guys, if you've come to look for recruits, I think you've come to the wrong place. But what it would be like to you know, if you had been drafted and you were in this situation, you know, the question, what would you do if you came home in the middle of the war? Dalton. Hey there, Janie. We're talking big time court-martial. Who's gonna know? We're back in a few days, and besides, we're among friends. <laughs> we're heroes, man. Do you ever stop to think before you just let your bullshit fly? No, not really. The dynamic between Mickey and Joyner. Joyner is always very worried about things, and uh, Mickey's like, ah, just go with it. I'm damn proud to say I followed that man into battle. I followed him home in protest. Originally, I was told to read for the part of Joyner and read the script, and straight afterwards, I said, I want to read for, for Wright. Hey, you think I got a chance with that, Candace? Honestly, no. I was hoping you'd say that. Scene after scene of, of him just either making it up or, or, you know, exaggerating a story. And it just seemed like a lot of fun to play. I think what I loved most when I first read it was that it wasn't just a drama and it wasn't a comedy and it wasn't a war movie. It was, it was kind of this cacophony of genres that all kind of came together and made this beautiful story. Oh, man. A couple of days ago, I think we we're going to make it out alive. Hell, I'd know it's gonna end up like this. Here in this place with the loveliest angel I've ever laid eyes on. I play the character of Candace. She's a really interesting and complex character. She's smart and she's also a journalist and she's very passionate. Did you say the loveliest angel? <laughs> okay. I was just joking. You wouldn't look at these two characters and think that they would be good together and um, you ultimately get proved wrong and they, they make a really beautiful coupling. I want you to know that I think what you guys did was incredible. Will you tell me how you pulled it off? She's definitely anti the war in Vietnam. So why didn't you join the Peace Corps when you got older? 
Well, there are more important problems back home. Your parents? Vietnam. Mm. Until she starts to understand it through the eyes of, of Mickey, right? I'm sorry, but unless you've been there, I don't think you have any idea what the war is about. Hey, take it no, no, way. it's okay. Now, Joyner and me, we've been there. Six long goddamn months, we know the war is bullshit, okay? Now, maybe we were sold a bill of goods, or maybe we are just old-fashioned, but we actually believed that going to Nam was the right thing to do. The script to me is deeply emotional and deals with politically sensitive issues without taking specific sides. Mickey, tell us. Why don't all those other poor suckers just walk out the way you guys did, huh? Well, because if they catch you, Peter, they lock you in Leavenworth, that's why. It takes a complex issue and gives you different ways to look at the same outcome. The characters go in different directions, essentially the opposite directions that you think they would go from the beginning. You knew, I knew, everybody knew that this war was about one thing, staying alive. And from that moment forward, the only way I knew how to do that was to stay focused on Jane. Austin, he's a fantastic guy, incredible actor, always very, very prepared. You know, when someone's that prepared, it makes you want to makes you want to step up, too, and keeps you on point as well. What are you talking about? Are you having a good time in R&R? &R? Did you get what you came for? Another badass story for your friends? Yes, I never meant it. Use me? I've got this picture in my head of you, me, the house, kids. That's not the picture in your head anymore, is it, Juniper? They're sort of, you know, high school sweethearts. Uh, grew up in the same town. Very sweet, innocent love. They want you to stay with us. Here? <laughs> That's crazy. Nobody owns her. Stop it! It's with you. He had his hands all over you. I mean, what the hell is with you, Jane? Stop calling me that. Calling you what? Jane, Janie, that's not me anymore. He goes off to war, she goes to college, and sort of her eyes open up to this completely different world that she's never experienced before. Uh, <laughs> try this. Close your Hanoi gold away. Oh, Joyner's the only guy in Nam never to toke up. What? <laughs> Come on, Dalton. Loosen up for once in your life. <laughs> The dichotomy of the, of the cast, well, I think, will come off with, with some comic relief, but with a very serious subject matter uh, about this turbulent time in America's history. I loved being a part of the riot. We um, had a great group of extras. There was a hundred, maybe a hundred extras, and everyone was giving it their all, and, and you could feel the energy of the crowd. Everyone really believed in, in what they were participating in. Power to the people! Everybody's looking up at the moon. Ain't nobody looking down at the truth. First thing with Danny is he cares more than anyone about this film. His heart just pours out all the time. I think a collaborative process is, is the is the biggest biggest feeling for it. Just making sure everyone's comfortable with with what's happening. So Danny Mooney, he's so young and he's just doing such a brilliant job on this film. He's 
open. The best thing actually, which has been so interesting, I didn't expect this at all, is that he lets you have so much uh, creative control with your character and he gives you take after take and you can try different things and it's a real collaboration. He's one of the best directors I've worked with. He's, he's, he's so, so on point with everything he did on set. He knew every shot, he knew every line. You know, it makes it easier for me because we, we, can, we can collaborate but also I, I, I'm able to trust him. The atmosphere on set's been fun. I mean, everyone, everyone's been pretty laid back and, and relaxed, and it's been uh, it's kind of a family atmosphere, and that's something yep. that we've been so adamant about, is making sure that it's uh, that it is a, it's a team sport. You know, film is a team sport, and it's, and it's good for, for the family feeling to be a part of, uh, part of the atmosphere. Filming in Ann Arbor has been wonderful. Uh, I've never been here before, and to, to come to an area of the country that uh, is just gorgeous, I was just so surprised to find out that, oh, we're going to shoot this right where, you know, the script takes place. I hate to break it to you, pal, but you're not going to stop the war with your little newspaper. I like the journey. He starts off this, this guy that doesn't really take too much seriously, but he comes to a realization through falling in love with another girl that he hasn't really committed to, to anything in life, 100%. I want to take you someplace before you go. Where? Someplace peaceful. One of my favourite scenes, it's at a beautiful lake and it's where the romance between Mickey and Candace really sort of comes to a head. It's a very endearing, open, fun scene. We go swimming together and we kiss and I'm sure all the girls will love that scene in the movie. Someone once told me I'd never forget where I was when I landed on the moon. You can do it all over again, knowing what it's like. Would you still go? Sure as hell wouldn't volunteer. While the music is different and things look differently at the time, these kind of human emotions don't change. Don't worry about it. I'll find you. You always do. It wasn't all a lie. Not the part about falling in love with you. I mean, the biggest challenge with this being a period film was to tell people that it's a period film, it's not a film about the period. It's a story about young people getting put into crazy, crazy life tailspins and the decisions they make to pull themselves out of it or to, uh, to give in to it. In our rage to stop this evil war, I think we've forgotten our boys over there aren't the bad guys. They're just trying to survive. Come on, right? Don't, don't mess around with this. I mean, where, where is he? Where'd you guys go? To the moon.